0: Everybody's Talking With tea, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on.
1: Hello and good day. Let's get underway with the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited and delighted to host the 199th edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're tuned in to Talking With Tea. Where we chatter about what matters to keep you educated, engaged, and entertained. It's March 18th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates pop singer and judge on the voice Adam Levine, rapper and actress Queen Latifah, former Miss America and actress Vanessa Williams, and late black country singer Charlie Pride. On this date in history, Frederick Douglass was appointed marshal of the district of columbia by president hayes in 1877 he was the first black person to receive a major u.s government appointment this month is national women's history month and we pay tribute to all of the women who have contributed to the history of this country and beyond to all the women that have paved the way for those that follow we applaud you Women continue to battle for equal rights on several fronts, including equal wages, access to jobs, positioning in corporations, and politics, and more. Nikki Giovanni says, to deal with yourself as an individual worthy of respect and make everyone else deal with you the same way. The theme this month is spring cleaning, and you've been encouraged to get rid of those things that are cluttering or junking up your life. Toxic people, relationships, situationships, jobs, and all of that. If you can't toss out everything all at once, make some small effort every day to get rid of the trash in your life, even if it's one piece at a time. Spring cleaning your life is about ridding yourself of things that aren't useful, beneficial, empowering, supportive, joyous, and purposeful. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. I want to start by celebrating 17-year-old black female Georgia high school student, Jordan Nixon, who got over $1.6 million in scholarships and has been accepted into 39 colleges and universities. While we're on the topic of education, students in Tennessee that are economically challenged have the opportunity to attend a four-year college for free under interim University of Tennessee President Randy Boyd's new financial aid program called UT Promise, which will cover tuition and fees for students coming from families that make $50,000 or less. Baseball coach Corey Crum and his wife Shanna Crum died while trying to install a new scoreboard on the school's baseball field in Liberty County, Florida. They were attempting to replace a scoreboard that had been destroyed by Hurricane Michael back in October. The couple's son was also injured and taken to the hospital. As of Friday, abortion was officially banned in Kentucky. Abortions have been legal since 1973's Roe v. Wade decision, and it looks like the access to abortions will be more limited as Trump's administration also wants to defund Planned Parenthood. Apparently, all states don't have an arrest limit as Eddie Brantley, age 45 from Atlanta, has been arrested for the count them 70th, that's 7-0, 70th time. Police caught him driving a stolen car. Now, at what point do they realize that their method of rehabilitating him isn't working? Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T. I've
0: been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. And with that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? loving you the best way I know how to. Matter of fact, you are the only one that I can truly say I gave my best. You woke me up and you showed me how to give. Selflessly, I gave up my love. But now that I'm giving my best to
2: I'm always delighted to bring on our know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as we continue to review trending News. One of the biggest and baddest stories in the news involves several celebrities, wealthy families who decided to use their money and influence to cheat their children's way into elite schools. I also saw that it's common practice for parents at elite schools to pay for a doctor's diagnosis that allows their children extra test-taking time. So this has been on the news for several days. As an educator, Jay, what are your thoughts on this? You know, can they get away with saying they just love their children and people do anything for their children or what?
3: So here's the thing. Um, You mentioned that people are paying to get doctor's diagnoses for their children to have extra testing time. Well, if we could be honest, I was I was really taken aback by this whole college cheating scandal because you've got students who have worked hard to make sure that they have the grades, the ACT and the SAT scores in order to get into to the schools of their choice, but you've got Aunt Becky over here from Full House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> who has dropped off thousands of dollars for her child to slide up into somebody's college, and her only, the daughter's only claim to fame is that she's a, a social media superstar. I, I just really take issue with that. But various people have said that this is something that's been happening all along, and it's been swept under the rug, and now it's coming to light.
2: And I don't doubt it.
3: Yeah. Because for the most part, many of our students legitimately work hard. They legitimately want the grades. They legitimately have aspirations to go to these uh, top colleges and universities. But they're knocked out of uh, an opportunity for a chance by somebody whose parents have forked over thousands of dollars to say, okay, well, because I've got these coins, let my child slide on in here. All right. I've seen in a couple of reports these parents have been paying for their children to get athletic scholarships, and then all of a sudden somehow when the season for that particular sport rolls around, they surprisingly have some sort of inner injury that prevents them from playing, which is really not fair. None of this is fair at all.
2: All uh, right. It is. I was just getting ready to mention that about the young man that said he was at USC. And he just thought he got in. When he got the acceptance letter and had the big party and he got accepted the USC, he thought he did it, you know, on his own. But then when he got there, a, a week passed or so, and the track coach came up to him and said, you know, you haven't been a track practice. We need you a track practice. He's like, track practice? I don't run track. And I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> and so he, wow. came he down with track information, somebody else's credentials, and he didn't run nothing. Well, I'm not surprised, but just to have knowledge that this is being going on. And as Jay said, we know many students who, one, work their tails off to try to get into college and don't have the financial means or influence to cheat the system. And so shame on them. I'm glad that the story broke, and I hope they catch the rest of them that are involved because my understanding there are many more than just the celebrities which I think they shared them because they knew they were most popular they would grab our attention but to my understanding there are many more and the guy who orchestrated all of this is snitching on everybody he said he's fully cooperating and so I'm wondering if some of these other ones are going to actually get some jail time as has been indicated So you know Like our other stories, we'll follow it and see. And I think about homeless black teen out of New Jersey. His name is Dylan Chittick. He's been accepted into 17 college, and he's determined to be the first in his family to get a college degree. So when you think about a student like that who doesn't have the privilege, Mm -hmm. making his way, you know, similar to the story we've seen before from homeless to Harvard and all of that. There are some kids out here really doing the thing. Right. And then you got these kids, and half of them act like they don't even want to go to school. Her daughter was in her room filming YouTube uh, makeup tutorials. They said she never went to class because she had someone picking up that also. They were paying for papers and classes and everything. So all she did all day was make uh, makeup videos. Sure. Well... She's going to wish she had that college education now because I understand that the endorsement she had for the makeup are gone, as well as her mother's job uh, on Hallmark and Netflix. I was so wondering that I already have the degrees. Will they take them from them? Because they said it was two or three um, judges that are involved as well that their credentials weren't good and they got into school under false pretenses. Now here's what I'm wondering about that. So getting in is one thing, but once you're there, do you have to continue paying people or do you legitimately go to classes? Yeah, do the work and get the degree. Well, some of the kids didn't know, right? Yeah, some of the kids didn't, didn't know. Okay. Hmm. Well, a sad, sad, sad and tragic story involved the disappearance of nine year old Trinity Love Jones. She was found by police, murdered, stuffed in a duffel bag near a Los Angeles hiking trail. That right there alone just makes me cringe to think about what this poor child went through. And you know who did it? Who? None other than her mother's boyfriend, 38-year-old Emil Hunt. And I just, we see stories like this, and I can't get my brain to connect with reasoning why women are so desperate for a man that they'll just let any old somebody around their children and for people who think well maybe the mother didn't know he was like that he had already spent more than a decade in prison on a torture and child abuse conviction from 2005 so the signs that this man was a danger to children was there.
3: Right because that was going to be my question how is it that the mother did not know that her boyfriend had you know any inkling of these types of proclivity.
2: What do we need a dictionary? That he had an inkling of what, Jay?
3: Proclivity.
2: I don't know what that means. Does that mean somebody who's out to kill children? Polypathy, like. You know, <laughs>
3: <United>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so he had a tendency for what, Jay?
3: The tendency to do stuff that was okay. criminal or. You know, detrimental. The man's been in prison.
2: Right. Uh. What is the deal with this, these women and these boyfriends and leaving them with their kids? What, what makes people do that? I don't know, but I see it. I have, I have sons. And so, mm-hmm. one of my older boys, he can meet um, a young lady, they're just dating, and then she'll be like, well, can you watch them while I go to work, or can you watch my kids, little girls at that? And I, hmm. and I tell him, he's, he's learned, be like, no, because I told him, because it only takes one time for her to get mad at you to say you did something, even though you didn't do it, because I know he wasn't hurt a child, to say you did right. something, then your life is gone. I don't know what it is why they would leave somebody they barely know about him with, with their kids. I've had, you know, boyfriends, and, and no, you're not watching my kids, uh, and I don't know you like that. Right. Yeah, Lord Jesus. The kids don't want to be left with strangers. Let's start there. Like, right. I don't care what you say. There has to be a sign of how he interacts with you, how he interacts with that child, to give you some kind of clue, especially a mother. Because we have a strong instinct when it comes to our mm-hmm. kids that something has gone amiss. Well, another big and horrific story in the news was the mass shooting at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. Forty-nine people were killed, 20 seriously injured by a self-proclaimed white supremacist. Three people were arrested in connection with this horrible crime. And the guy had the boldness to broadcast live on social media while he was doing it, which makes me wonder, was it a suicide mission of sorts? I don't know. But... If you're broadcasting live, you it seems to me, you got
3: to know you're going to get caught. Right. And what was striking to me about this whole situation was that when he entered the mosque, you know, he was greeted by someone, you know, who essentially said, you know, how are you doing, brother? The mere fact that you're being addressed as brother, that would be enough reason for anybody with any degree of sanity to say okay let me rethink what i came in here to do let me rethink my whole life i
2: don't know he's mentally too far gone by then jay by the time he got to the door it probably didn't matter what they said all the guns and ammunition he had and then i'm still trying to figure out about these other two people Where were they to look out i don't i'm not sure what they had to do with it yet
3: i mean it's 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 taken the religious community by storm because, mm-hmm. you know, we've had various instances here in the United States where lives have been lost during moments of worship from Mother Emmanuel in South Carolina, even to the Jewish synagogue, I believe, it, in Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, to several other places of worship where people have gathered to praise the God that they believe in to fellowship, to be in unity with one another, and to have their lives totally taken out by someone, as you said, who has who's been so far gone. As you said, we're dealing with people who aren't rational at all. Mm-hmm. And I heard a
2: commentary. I thought it was pretty interesting because somewhere in his manifesto, he talks about his allegiance to white supremacy and such, and he also mentions. Donald Trump in that. And this person was saying, well, no, we can't blame him on that. But whenever you, whenever you continuously talk about immigration, building a wall, those words fuel people who already have the tendency to do these types of things, who are already harboring hate. And when your leader speaks so frequently about it and we have social media, which gives them a platform to bond, and to build each other up, then we see more and more incidents like this occurring. It cannot be a fluke that through the chain of events, through politics, and through our current presidency, that these things are happening more and more. We can't ignore that they're inspired, I believe, by right. what's going on.
3: And and what, again, is so striking to me about this situation You know, I mentioned the events that we've had to happen along those lines here in the States, but you've got a totally different country clean on the other side of the globe where Mm -hmm. this is happening. Um, And I saw on social media a post where within 24 hours of this happening, supposedly New Zealand has enacted, you know, stricter regulations on gun laws, I believe the post said, Whereas we here in the United States, we are just like, oh, well, this has happened. Let's hope nothing else happens.
2: Right. Yeah, they weren't playing around. Right. They said, we're going to stop this today. They did. And I, I don't see why it can't be done everywhere. I mean, you have the authority to. They, they weren't playing, though. Well, let's let's move on past some of these tragedies. And before we end our time today, i got a few more little things I want to talk about. First thing, Donald Trump
3: has threatened no.
2: to place. <laughs> you noticed know this, this week, ain't you proud of me? I didn't call him your president.
3: I'm so glad you didn't call him my president because he ain't. I no. made a
2: very conscious effort not to do that, but I he has—he's <laughs> threatened to play Saturday Night Live and other late night shows under federal investigation for making fun of him. Now, you're talking about a waste of money. What type of federal? What is there to investigate? Let me start there. What would you be investigating?
3: Fake news. Okay, I'm glad I've had a few minutes to kind of gather myself because you were really about you were really about to have to use the good bleep. <laughs> this just lets us know how mindless he is because all these shows like Saturday Night Live they have been making fun of presidents since their inception. And many of the, many of his predecessors have taken it in stride, and because yeah. they got bigger fish to fry. Exactly. You gonna launch a whole investigation over a one-hour TV show that comes on? Mm-hmm. Really, <laughs> where they're only making fun of you a good what, ten minutes, maybe fifteen at most? Right. Okay. okay, move on because I feel I feel the bleat coming. I feel the okay. cussing. <laughs>
2: Now, y'all know I love me a casino, be it known that in gambling, you win some, you lose some. But there's some logic to this thing now. In general, your goal is to invest a small amount for a big return. You know what I'm saying? You buy $5 scratch-off to win $100,000. Okay. You buy your little lottery ticket, hoping to win millions, right? Right. This man... And I didn't see his name, but somebody needs to help him. He placed a sixty seven thousand dollar bet to win six hundred and seventy dollars on the Golden State Warriors to make the n b a playoffs and I said that's not how it works. That's Wait, not how any of this works what, 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 what? It would be like okay. <laughs> it would be like a scratch off ticket worth ten thousand dollars and you buy fifteen thousand ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. So, yes, he bet $67,000 to win $670.
3: At best, that's backwards as everything.
2: Yes. And I'm thinking, did you have any friends? And I'm guessing the bookie didn't say anything. Because obviously that works tremendously in his favor, but so... animal works. <laughs> He can't be too bright. And I wonder what he does, because if you got $67,000 just laying, oh, you know what? Maybe he's one of those that went to college under the cheating scandal back then that we didn't know about. That's what it is. That's, that's, that's got to be it. And i tell you something else that didn't work. This woman took out five insurance policies, and after making two or three payments, she saws off her hand in what her family says was an accident while she was cutting down a tree. She's been accused of insurance fraud, because had all gone as planned, she would have received $430,000 and then monthly payments of $3,388 for 10 years. So far, she hadn't received nothing because she in jail. But now, let's and think, think, think no about hand. this. No hand. Was that worth it? To me, it's not. She was twenty one. Uh, Four hundred and thirty thousand dollars and three thousand three hundred and eighty eight a month for you to cut your hand off. Was it? Do you think that's a fair trade? No, no, no
3: not at all. by the time by the time you get through with all these surgeries, if you decided to get your hand put back on, she might be walking around with a nub. Uh, we yeah, know. I think she's walking around with a nub and just wanted to
2: collect that money and have a source of income for the rest of her life.
3: Common sense mm-hmm. is not so common.
2: Yeah, and now she's in jail with no hands. No hands. She can't even rattle the bars. Say, so let me out. <laughs> How? She didn't think it's through. Well, but the thing with, with the insurance, you know, they said if you, I mean, like my insurance says, you have to lose the use of your hand or the, loose, the use of your finger. She must have thought that I'm going to have to c- cut everything off. Well, she can't use it if it's laying in the yard up under the tree. <laughs> I'm guessing. I need to get the the cold conspiracy with her, too, because somebody had to hit. Oh, to they, they are. Her cousin in jail with her.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Are they playing pedicay? i do. Man I doubt that. I <laughs> to
3: give me some, some five, I <laughs> doubt that.
2: <laughs> well, that's it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell
3: it. And you know I'm going to say it.
1: Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T daily, your online scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. A woman who knows what she brings to the table is not afraid to eat alone. Remember where you heard the word Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.